This is Gemara Be'adaf Lamid Zayin, all the learning for this week, the week of October 7th, which is Shavu Brachas. Shavu Brachas for one of the members of the Chabura's daughter of Shimi Karniel, celebrating a wonderful Simcha's daughter's uh, marriage last night to Tzipa Devaira, Debbie Karniel, Mirtashem, the Chasim Yitzchak Gedalia, and Debbie should bring up their bias, Eila Yafa Yafa, there be a bias, Neman be Israel. On the learning of this week, the week of Shavu Brachas, what greater schos for them to start off their marriage, the entire Chaburah should be learning Liz Chusam, should be a schos for there for that simcha. As well as we can't forget to Allah Shal Yusman and your Fader Shalom and Yuta Menu Bengalim Sajam Zim Raza Zarbas Knendal, Itabasia Maschai Sal Mendel Bratz in the Jalai Shaman's Nami Bashavi Shirkhan Shmobindal Janiel Bin Khan Rizum Khaibasinli Rochas of Musa Dinamish and Mendel Sim Vegan Huba, Rivka Basva Shavan Sal Sim Michalester, Pisar Shahli Swazhi so Khaim in the Virgin Marian Basri is a Gitto Shanaz was Shanamakal Yamurka bin double Shandal as a Gitto Bas double Shandal. They should have a quick shidah Mirza Sham soon enough we can learn on the week of their Shavar Brachas as well. We pick it up on the bottom of Lamid Vav Amid Bees. We finish the Mishnah at the end of yesterday's year. Welcome back to Yushalayim. I'm sure the uh, sound quality and everything will be a drop better here from our studio home in Yushalayim. Let's pick it up on the bottom of Lamid Vav Amid Bees, the Gemara. Says the Gemara, La'aylin Bi'ilan. You're not allowed to ascend a tree. You're not allowed to go up a tree on Yantif. What's the reason? Gezir Shemiyitzla is a famous Gezira, famous Gezira. We're afraid you're going to pull off a branch, says the Gemara. And similarly, you're not allowed to ride on an animal. You might leave the Tchum, says the Gemara. For the fact that we're making Gezira, you might leave the Tchum shows us what? Ten lines to the bottom. Tchumim. Daraisa. Must be Tchum is Daraisa. As Rashi eloquently points out, What's the reason for making Xera because of it? It must be that the din itself is a dindaraisa. Because of the dindaraisa, we're making a dindarabana that you can't go ride on the animal. Says the Gemara. One second. El Xera Shemiyachtach Zamaira. Excuse me, Suleimara so says, no, really, it's not a deraisa. So if it's not a deraisa, why are you not a rotten animal? You might come rip off a branch to smack the animal as you're going. In the last case that we said, you're not allowed to swim on Yantiv. What is the reason? We're afraid you're going to make a raft, one of the perhaps more interesting gazeros. However, of course, we know once a gazero is made, it is not rescinded. And that is the reason why one cannot go swimming a classic question whether one can go swimming on Yantif, uh, not necessarily even Shabbos, it's Yantif, people say, says the Gemara, says that the Halacha, absolutely not, for what reason? There's a Gezira, Gezira, Zerabon, and you might come to make a raft, amongst other Geziras. Says that the Gemara further, you can clap, you can slap, you can dance, what's the reason? Again, very famous, you might come to fix an instrument, once you're the dancing, clapping, music instrument situation, we're afraid you're going to come to make a different instrument. Which, of course, this stands as well. Now, what is the gather? What are the parameters of clapping and dancing? You know, the little shuffle in a circle. Most Pisces can say it's not called a dance. It's a simple clap. It's a simple bang on the table. Perhaps it's just keeping a beat. That's not a full instrument. Maybe that's more full go all out banging on the table. Misha Mitzvah, a place that they have a minute to dance on uh, Kabbalah Shabbos, etc. It's allowed. Different minagim. But this is the reason it would be forbidden for a why. Because you might come to fix an instrument. Says the Gemara Bilein, Misha Mishos Lodanim. So we continued in the Mishnah. And actually, we shouldn't say continued. 
This is really the first part of the Mishnah that what was a Rishos? Rishos were things which are optional to do. There's a mitzvah element to them, but they're also on Yantif. So what was Mishnah? Rishos lo danim. You're not allowed to Don, you're not allowed to judge a court case. Says the Gemara, one second, but mitzvah gavid. Why not? You're doing a mitzvah. Answers the Gemara, like, there was someone greater than you. So you yourself have no mitzvah to do it because there's someone else that's a greater than you, and he could do the mitzvah. As Rashi, uh, no Rashi. Now we'll just point out, as you can see on the side over here, there's large traces of mitzvah avid. Not so simple exactly what is going on over here. <clears throat> What is the, whether there is a mitzvah or not, that is the discussion here in Taisvis. Says the Gemara, actually, I, I apologize, that's on the next Gemara, but it's really the same discussion. Vulay mekachin, you can't do, you can't get married. Same question, about mitzvah, you're doing a mitzvah. Loi tzricha answers the Gemara, that what's the reason why you're not allowed to get married onto Lamid Zayin Amralaf, today's daf. This Isha Ubanev, someone already is married. Someone already has, was married, I should say. And he has children already. And therefore... Well, either it was a Bismanic Gemara, you're allowed to have two wives, so it could be he was married, or he is married, or he was married, and he had children, he was Mekayim, the mitzvah, there's no acre mitzvah. Now, Rashi over here, very time sensitive, everyone knows the first mitzvah, or according to one opinion, the first mitzvah, the Torah, Pru, or Vu, to have children. Rashi over here points out, what does it mean having children? It's two males, according to Beishamai, a male and a female, according to Beis Hillel. And after that, you no longer have a mitzvah, Rashi points out the Gemara in Yavamus. However, Rashi points out, there's always a little bit of a mitzvah each and every child for numerous different reasons. Reasons Rashi quotes a pasik. That is the basics of the mitzvah pruravu. Says the Gemara, Lachaltim Lamiyami Mila to do chalitza, nor Mila to do yibam. Says the Gemara the same question. Why not? You're doing a mitzvah. There's an older brother who mitzvah begadol liyabim, and the oldest brother is one supposed to yibam and not you. What is the reason all these cases, you're not allowed to do all these different things. We asked it should be a mitzvah. Why can't you judge? Why can't you get married? Why can't you uh, etc. do chalitza, do yibam? Says the but why not? The reason is we're afraid you're judging a court case, you're middle of getting married, etc. We're afraid, Shem Yechtov, you're going to write one of the many, many, many gezeras that remain in Chazal, in Gilcha Shabbos, Yontav by extension, of writing how Hummer the Isra Ksiva is. So many gezeras were made. Patterned after that. Says the Gemara four lines down, mitzvah. The following were um are a mitzvah and they're still Asar on Yantiv. What's the reasons there? These have a stigma of buying and selling, and therefore you're giving your value, you're giving your Eirach to the base of Migdash, and therefore it is not allowed. And you're not allowed to separate Chumas and Maisris. Says Marbshita. Tani Rav Yaisiv Lainitzcha, you know what the Chiddush is, the novelty is, the Lisna, Lekayin. By beyond to give to the coin on that day, so you would think says the Gemara. But only if the payers were yesterday able to be given to the coin. But indeed, I will pay the tvila inna. But son that became devil today on Yontif. What's the case? Kikoyin Isa, like we've seen in the beginning of the Masechta, like you make a doll, you make chala. Now you have to separate the chala and give it to the coin. Bizman and base and and that happens right now. Allowed to give it to him even on Yantif. The only reason you can't do it in the Mishnah, the reason why you can't give Chubas and Maestris, is even the Chiddush is, even if you want to give it to the Kain. But the Gemara speaks out, but it's only Asr if you could have done it before Yantif. But 
In a case where the obligation began on Yontif, for example, you made a dough, you have the chi of the obligation, they come b'chala right now, then you would not, then you would, yes, be allowed to give it to the Kayin, even on Yontif. Continues the Gemara of Ani Misham Rishos Ika, Misham Shavos Laka. One second. How do you explain the, the basic case of the Mishnah? These are Rishos. These are optional. But they're also a mitzvah, and they're also an Isidur Abanan. Meaning the categories in the Mishnah seemingly cross lines. Ani Misham Mitzvah Ika, Misham Shavos Laka. Each one seemingly is in the next category. Amar Av Yitzchak, Lo Mi Ba'i Kamar. No, you have to read the Mishnah. It's one flowing sentence. Lo Mi Ba'i Shavos Great Dasa. Not only something which is a proper Isidra Banan, you cannot do any Antif, even if it's a Durabanan of a Rishos, of an optional mitzvah, it's still forbidden. And furthermore, we continue, not only a Shvos of an optional item, which is us, the mitzvah, the highest level to proper mitzvah, still, Nami Aser. That is how the Mishnah reads each case, adding on to the case before it. And the mission continued and it concluded, I should say, and said in the last narrow line, this whole list literally in the Mishnah is all in Yantif, but the Mishnah said, there's no difference in Shabbos and Yantif, rather only Oichal Nefesh. Says the Gemara of Ramin, will ask you a stereo contradiction. The previous Mishnah is, Mashilin Dar Charubi Bi Yantif, Avalobishabis. Go that lower those fruit through the skylight when? On Yantif, not Shabbos. So we see another difference in Shabbos and Yantif. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Lokasha, Ravlazar, Rabbi Yeshua, the Tanimant to the Bryce. Oh, he said, Vespination of Lubar. Case we spoke about recently, we have a mother and the son that are in a pit. They're both going to die in the Lacha you're not allowed to shecht a mother and its child on the same day. So what do you do? Because they're both in the pit. If you leave them both there, we're afraid they're both going to die. You're not going to eat them. So Vlad Zaymer, Malas, Arisha, Manas, the shecht. Take up the first animal with the mindset you're going to shecht it. Vishecht, and actually shecht it. What about the second animal? You can't shecht it today. So it says Vlad leave it in the pit. You feed it where it is. Give it its parnasa. Feed the animal in the pit so that it doesn't die. The opinion of Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shua Imer, who's what we quoted, quoted recently, take out the first animal with the mindset, I'm going to shech this animal. Don't shech the animal. Then take out the second animal. And now you have two animals in front of you. And you let it shech either one. So says the Gemara, that's going to be the difference whether you're going to be lower the lower the sky, the food from the skylight is going to be the same debate whether we're going to the opinion of Rav Lazar or we are going with Rav Yeshua. Rav Yeshua is more makel when it comes to Hafsid and Rav Lazar is more machmir. Similarly, Rav Yeshua is going to be the one, that's how we spoke of the Gemara two days ago, Rav Yeshua is the one that allows you to lower the fruit because he's more makel, but Rav Lazar will be machmir, so Rav Lazar will be our time of our Mishnah that says the only difference is food properties. How do you know the two cases are similar? Maybe when the two animals fell in a pit, the reason he lets you pull stick and pull them both up, excuse me, the reason he doesn't let you pull they can bring both up. You can feed the animal in the pit and you'll save the animal. But in our case, maybe you would agree. Maybe you would agree that in our case, 
you would yes be allowed to lower the fruits from the skylight. Maybe by there the two animals is a potential harama. There's a potential cunningness you could pull. So not necessarily says the Gemara. Can we make it dependent upon them? Rather, a different way of learning. Not let it carry a cut in the safe or a lulav into Shisarabim, but of course, may still not which of course is how we pass and we allow to carry the sake for the sake of mitzvah and sarach yantif in Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, it's going to be the same machlaikah as whether we're going to be more mekel, says Beisilel, or more machmir. Says the Gemara one more time, Dumalai Yakan the Gomer Beishami also Melaisa, Avalal Totalai. Maybe there's a difference to properly moving something and between when it comes to a Maybe when it comes to moving something, excuse me, when it comes to a that's a dindar a When it comes to moving something, it comes to taking the items off the roof, that's only a dindar abanan. Says the Gemara, the famous Teretz, Atu Teltel This is one of the reasons of the Isra of Muksa, Isra of Teltel, is because you're going to come to carry it out. So, therefore, says the Gemara, the two are one and the same. So we could indeed answer the question that that mission over there by lowering the fruit from the skylight will only be the opinion of Basil, which is more lenient, where it's just, which will not necessarily contradict our Mishnah with regard to the aim being. There's no difference between Shabbos and Yantav, Eloi, Chalnafish, Bovad. Says the Mishnah, now we're going to go into the Allah's of Tchom. A lot of this should hopefully, for those who've been with us from the beginning of the daf, sound familiar. These are Gemaras and Erevin primarily. And the basic halach of Tchum, we all know, is that you only let it carry within your city and 2,000 Amois past your city's mark. That is the area of the Tchum. Unless you were Kaina Shvisa, you made your quote-unquote dwelling place somewhere far out, 2,000 Amois out, then you can extend it another 2,000 Amois out. And when is Tchum Chal? When does it determine where your place is on Shabbos? During Bein Friday night. Says the Gemara, an animal, a utensil, what tchum does it have? It's not a person. So its tchum goes by the owner. So my jacket, my tie goes by my tchum. So my tchum ends in a certain place and someone borrowed my tie. He could only wear my tie up till that place. Past that place, it's out of the tchum. And there's an issue not only to go out of the tchum, but to bring items out of the tchum. Similarly, says the Mishnah, if you give your animal to your child or your shepherd, it goes by the owner. If you have utensils, which are miyuchad for one of the brothers, Shevabai is in a house. For the certain brother, he has his items. Harei Kraglov goes by his feet. For Shein Muchadim, then Harei Kumakim Shalchin. If he doesn't have a specific person, they use by everyone in the household indiscriminately. Then Harei Kumakim Shalchin. Then they go wherever they could go. Each brother could go according to his tacham. And which, by the way, is, is a point that there are Paisim that point out that if some one brother owns an article of clothing and he's in Eretz Yisrael, his article of clothing will go by him in Eretz Yisrael. So even if his brother were to borrow it, his brother would not be allowed to wear it out of the house because it will be ostensibly going out of the Tchum. Perhaps that's the case over here in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that the Achim Sheba Vayis, that the brother's in the house, it goes by the one that's Meyuchat for him. Perhaps there are those who maybe want to argue that if a brother goes out and a brother in Eretz Yisrael for Azman, all his items perhaps are automatically nisbatel, automatically dispersed and anyone in the household would be allowed to wear them because they're no longer 
his miyuchadika items as long as he lets others use it. Says the Mishnah Shalkli Mechaveru of some borrows a utensil from his friend, may Arab Yantiv and Arab Yantiv Karaglia Shoil. Called by the borrower, because you took an Arab Yantiv, now it goes by your feet, your tchum. Be Yantiv, then Karaglia Mashal, the one who lent. And similarly, a woman that borrows from his friend spices, water, and flour for her bread. So now she's making a challah, but in the challah are ingredients of someone else. The tchum of that challah, fascinating, doesn't only go by this woman, it goes by the other people as well. This is no, if it's water, water is nothing. There's no substantiality to it, and therefore it would not go necessarily by the two of them. And that's the Mishnah, and now we're going to expand upon these halachas, the halacha of Tchum, and perhaps eye-opening halacha that Tchum is not necessarily just by you, but by the items that you're carrying, the items that you have. Says the Gemara Masnisa, turning over to Amazayin Mabez, Deloy Kirab Daisa. The Mishnah is not like Rab Daisa. Why not? Titani Rab Daisa Aimer, Vamila Abashal Aimer, and some say Abashal. Halukech, Beima Mechaver, you buy an animal, Me'erev Yantif, Afal Bishalai Masrulai Elabi Yantif. So you own the animal in Arab Yantif. So according to uh, excuse me, uh, you own the animal in Arab Yantif, but you did not make a kinyan on the animal till Yantif. You did not take the animal only until Yantif. It goes by the purchaser. And that is the opinion of of Rav Daisa, some say Abishal. Someone gives an animal to a shepherd. You only give it to him on Yantif itself. goes by the shepherd. So says the Gemara, our Mishnah seemingly like Rav Daisa, not like Rav Daisa. Because our Mishnah says, it goes when you take the animal. And if you take the animal first on Yantif, if you take the item first on Yantif, then it goes by you now. Whereas it seems clearly here in the Mishnah, if you purchased it on Arab Yantif, even though you did not take it till Yantif proper, it still goes by the bird. Purchaser. So seemingly the Mishnah is not like Rav Daisa. Explains the Gemara six lines down. If you look at Rav Daisa, like Kasha, it's not a contradiction. When there's one Raya, when there's only one shepherd, like the case of the Brisa, Rav Daisa, the whole town is one shepherd, then everyone knows the animal's going to him. Then it's clear, even if he doesn't take a Diliant, if he'll go by that shepherd. But in the Mishnah, where there's more than one Raya, more than one shepherd, you don't know necessarily which one's going to get it. Therefore, it will not go by the shepherd, unless he took it before Yantif. Says the Gemara, they can, I mean, this is precise, so you see clearly there's a choice you're going to give the animal to in the Mishnah. So in the Mishnah, where there's a choice, you have to give it before Yantif. In the Braisa, where there's no choice, you can even give it on Yantif. He passes like Rav Daisa. Ask the Gemara, what's the Stam Mishnah? What's the Stam Mishnah? Who so we see clearly goes by the owner, not like Rav Daisa says it goes by the purchaser. And not like the bride, not like the shepherd. answers the Gemara just like we answered a moment ago. If there's one shepherd, he knows for sure going to go to him. So everyone will agree that Tchum is his. If there's two shepherds, then not. Tanur Abanan says the Gemara. There's two people borrowed one shirt before Yantif in a partnership. Says the Gemara. The reason they borrow this shirt, we borrow a jacket. And I tell my friend, I'll wear the jacket, the shakras, you'll wear it, the mincha. We plan on splitting up the usage of the jacket. But me and my friend, Davin in different shuls. So I made an Arab 
that I want to walk with the jacket to the north. He made an interview once and wants a jacket to the south. The one, I made an Erev up north. How far up north could I go? Only as far as the Tchum down south lets me. Very simply, if there's two people, and I make an Erev this way, and he makes an Erev this way, I could go 2,000 Amos over here, and he could go 2,000 Amos over here. But since we are a joint partnership, therefore we have to each account for the other one. So I'm only going to be allowed to go as far as his Erev allows me to go within the Pi circle, because each one cannot go further than the other one. Ve'imatsu, but let's say, they establish smack in the middle, as at come you can't move, meaning, if this is two, let's, here's the middle, here's 2,000 Amas as I went, and here's 2,000 Amas he went, so our Tchums only go right here, they don't overlap at all. If there are 2,000 Amas don't overlap at all, so how far can we go past here? Nowhere, because here's the jacket, neither one can take it. If each one of us only, let's say, went out a 1,000 Amas, then we could go another 1,000 Amas, based off of the other one's Tchum, if not, not. And that's the fascinating case that the Chum you have to take in if your partnership it goes by both of you. Itmar says the Gemara in the first white line. Two people bought a barrel or an animal if a partnership. Rav Amar Chavis Mutaris Asura. Shmuel Amar Chavis Nami Asura. Says Rav. The chavis is mutaris. The barrel, the wine is permitted. Each one can carry as much as you want in, in, in his own tchum. Whereas the animal, you cannot. And the animal only goes by their common tchum. Again, there's two people. The overlapping part of the tchum, that's where the animal could go. The wine could go as far as each one wants. Shmuel says, no, everything is forbidden. Says the Gemara, Micah of Rav. What does Rav mean when Rav taught us that the chavis, the wine, is going to be mutter, each one can carry it as much as you want. If Rav holds Yesh Breira, we say that we retroactively clarify. So if me and you purchase a barrel of wine, so says Rav Yesh Breira. So when I go draw a cup of wine, that wine is retroactively clarified. It was always mine. So it goes by my tchum. If you go to get a cup of wine, retroactively you know it's yours. It goes by your tchum. But if that's true, says the Gemara, if you'll be able to history, the same thing should be by an animal. The animal should be, the, animal should be the same thing. Yesh Breira. And each one of us can go as far as we need. So how does Rav split between the barrel and the animal? A very simple question. Answers the Gemara, Real, really, Rav holds yesh breira. So why by the animal not? Vishanya behemon animals different. An animal at some level draws nourishment, literally. From each of the boundaries, the animal is a living entity. So when Shabbos, when Yantav began, when that snapshot is taken, the animal is being used, quote-unquote, by both parties, and therefore it can't go out of their common tchum. When it comes to an inanimate object like wine, yesh breira, retroactively, that was my cup, that was your cup, we each can take our own tchum. But when it comes to an animal, since the animal is a living entity, the animal at some level draws nutrients from each part of the tchum, so only could go to the joint tchum. Ask the Gemara one second. 
second. Amila Rav, kind of Ravasi the Rav. I don't understand. When it comes to Muksa, what do we say? We have two people owning one animal. We don't say that since my portion can't be used by you and your portion can't be used by me, the animal is Muksa. We don't say that. We say it's a joint ownership and I could use the animal like you could use the animal. So why, by the comes to the Tchum, does it bother us? Why, when it comes to the Tchum, are we saying it's a living entity and the animal draws nourishment from each one of the Tchum? I don't understand. It also is Muksa in the same way and it's not Muksa. Says the Gemara, Shasik Rav, Rav is silent. Says the Gemara, my Allah. So what's the maskana? We're going to conclude with this. Rav Haisha, I'm Mary Yishbeira, Vyavichlan, I'm Ain Breira. Vesava Rav Haisha, Yishbeira. So basically, we're coming out that it's a machlaikas whether we're going to hold a breira. Does Rav Hoshia really hold a breira? But tonight we learned that a mishnah amaze for bayis loy. Upsachem arbe. If we have a dead body in the house, and we know the tumah permeates everywhere and throughout all the doorways. Upsachem arbe. Many entrances. Kula and tamayim. They're all tummy because you don't know which one the mace is going to be carried through and the mace is carried through and makes it tummy. Niftarach mem. You open one door. Who tummy? The kula and tarim. Just that door is tummy. The rest of the tar. Chishev loy tikach mem. If you thought about opening one, oy bechaloy and by our ball or borrow a window, my tells of Zachan Kulam, it saves all the openings. Says Beishamay, there's no such thing as Breira. You had to have had it in mind before the maze died. Even when the maze died. So now how does this play into our machlegas with the Ravelisha? Says Rav Aisha, there's no discussion that it could go retroactively because there's no Breira. But we just said a moment ago that Rav Aisha says, Yeish Breira, contradiction. Epoch, switch it around. And of course, now the Gemara is going to flip the tables and say, Does Yechon really hold a Breira? And we're going to go into another case, which we'll pick up tomorrow in Mirza Hashem.